Ugu is my apprentice. He is no longer a foundling. Add him to the song. He is too young to speak, so he is too young to take the creed. He must remain a foundling. If his parent gave permission, couldn't he then become a Mandalorian apprentice? Yes, but his parents are far from here, if they are even alive. Then I will adopt him as my own. This is the way. This is the way. Let it be written in song that Din Djarin is accepting this foundling as his son. You are now Din Grogu, Mandalorian apprentice. This is the way. You must leave Mandalore and take your apprentice on his journeys just as your teacher did for you. This is the way. It's the Mandalorian Man season finale, starring Din Djarin. Grogu, Bo-Katan Kreese, featuring Moth Gideon, a bunch of Mandalorians and Stormtroopers, a few Praetorian Guards, more Moth Gideons, R5, IG-11, Grief Karga, musical guest Sticks, and your host, Geek Mentality Mike, ladies and gentlemen, Geek Mentality Mike. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. It is great to be back here hosting the season finale of Saturday, uh, the season finale of The Mandalorian Man. And of course, we're here talking about the season finale of The Mandalorian, Chapter 24, The Return. Ooh. When I saw that title, I, I immediately thought, oh my goodness, who's returning? Could it be someone walking upon the sky? Or is that kind of a, um, is, it, is it not that someone that we haven't seen is returning? It's that something that we've been building towards is returning. And I, and I think, well, <clears throat> actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two feelings on that title. One, storyline wise what that could mean and two uh plot like story like um show wise as far as the series what is the return what could it possibly mean and again i'm just making this up because i literally just thought of this five seconds ago uh but that's we're getting way ahead of ourselves way ahead of ourselves see this episode started off now i know i generally don't you know I've, i've talked about the um, not enjoying the previously on and I've talked to people on Twitter about this and uh, at geek mentality and they're like, yeah, you, you, you should. And, and they've even reminded me that I, I say we should skip that <clears throat> because that could spoil things. And yet I didn't skip it. I didn't skip it because I was like, I know I'm, I, I messed up last week or I, I forgot to mention like how um, Gideon and Hux talked about the clones. So Yes, we saw that in the preview. So you think, okay, the clones will have something to do with this episode. And, you know, they kind of do. They're brought up. They're mentioned. Uh, and it makes you think that what, what 
could be the end of something, might not be the end of something. Um, but I completely you know, skipped over the part where Gideon and Hux were talking about um, clones and how Hux you know, said that Moff is into his clones and Moff says, you no, Hux, you have the obsession with clones. It almost seems like, nah, you like it more than I do. And nah, you, you did it first. Uh, well, it seems like maybe they both into clones after seeing this. Uh, and, you know, we did see some clone chambers and I never got, we never got close enough, or at least I didn't know. I just assumed these were clones for like the emperor maybe, or, you know, like that whole thing with Snoke and the emperor, I'm still never quite clear on it. I'm like, they tried to start making the emperor, but they didn't quite work out. So they made Snoke or Snoke was in the meantime while they're perfecting the emperor. I don't know. I have seen Rise of Skywalker exactly one time. It's terrible, right? And I need, I want to rewatch the whole uh, sequel trilogy because in reality, these shows that, you know, that are taking place after Jedi, these shows are the things that are building towards that trilogy. So you feel like there's got to be some continuity or some sort of um, like foreshadowing to what we get. Obviously, we see that with Hux talking about the clones. But you find out in this episode, the clones that they were cloning weren't the clones that I thought were being cloned. You understand? It was a, um, it was clone trickery. I couldn't think of a rhyme. I really wanted to come up with some sort of alliteration, some sort of rhyme. And as you can see right now, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm stalling. And in the back of my brain, I'm not really even paying attention to what I'm saying right now. In the back of my brain, I'm thinking clone, clone, is clone calamity and a clone um, yeah, that's it. Clone, clone calamity. I don't know. That's the best I can do. If something pops up later, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not averse to just kind of, uh, uh, spurt it out, spurt it out, blurt it out. I've run out of words. Um, <clears throat> so never like all, that's all the previously on. And now he says, you know, the purge of Mandalore. And he did, he did say, I'm going to send my ships to go take out your ships. Well, as you see in this episode, it took them a while to even like start doing that. And they were like, okay, what did he say? We got to do this. Okay, come on, let's go. Oh, first got to get into the ship. Oh, oh, I got to adjust the seat. You know, they got to move the seat back a little bit. Don't forget to put your seatbelt on slowly. Okay. And they're starting it up and it's cold. That's why the, the, um, the TIE fighters didn't quite start up right away. And they, they didn't quite take off. Like I thought they were, you know, in the middle of, of, um, Moff and, and Din having their, or is it just Jaren now? Is Din a title? Is Din the, the surname? Uh, we'll get there. But while they're having that little discussion, he's like, and, you know, um, Gideon's like, the purge of Mandalore. I love the way he pronounces things where he's like, the purge of Mandalore will be complete. I, I'm sure I'm not doing it right, and I'm sure he didn't say it exactly like that, but you know what I'm talking about, where, where Giancarlo Esposito will say things. And then he'll pronounce them and do it like this. Very much like it's something that is very dramatic. And I don't know if you can hear there's an echo. I'm in a different room recording. Uh, but that makes it even more dramatic. So here we are. Uh, let's, why don't we get into the return? But actually, no, you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk about the end of the whole season as a whole. Um, but last episode really built up to what, I guess in a way, the season was about getting back to Mandalore. So the last episode, they finally get back to Mandalore, and it's like, not so fast. Uh, you thought it was going to be easy, but Moff Gideon is here. I don't know how long he's been here, but he set up a base. I don't know how long he's been here, but he's using that Beskar armor. Beskar? Beskar? Beskar with a B, I want to say. We'll find out. You know what? No, we won't. Uh, but it is Beskar armor. I'm 99% sure. Okay. Anyway, why don't we get into today's episode? Uh, so it kicks off like pretty much right where we left off, uh, you know, last week where they take out that dude and um, Bo and all the Mandalorians get away. But Din is taken by some of those uh, troopers. That's what they, that's what, how we say it in Massachusetts. It's a stormtrooper. Uh, and there's that one dude. He's like, I'm going to go warn the fleet. 
I didn't realize these jetpacks could fly through the through the clouds, through the atmosphere. Like, why do they need later? There's a drop ship. I'm like, why don't they just jump out and fly down? Uh, but anyway, um, they so he's flying back. He's trying to talk to Bo. He's like, I'm going back, but it's like going through a tunnel. Uh, they they're fighting off uh, stormtroopers who are just walking. They're like, oh no, they're shooting at us, and they walk into it like, should we shoot back? I don't know. Well, let's try it. And by that time, they're already dead. So we got a chase going on there. They set up a grenade, bing, bang, boom. And we jump over, and there's um, our Mando, Din Jaren. He's being dragged by two uh, stormtroopers who they're they're almost like Mandalorian stormtroopers. So this is Mandalorian troopers, I want to call them, uh, where they have the it's their armor is half stormtrooper, half Mandalorian, uh, but the they're idiots or they can't really quite fight. So he's like, oh, no, I'm being dragged. Joking. Hiya. Karate. Bing, bang. Shoot you. Stab you. Uh, this, that. Flip you over. And they're like, no, flames. Flame on. And they're, they're firing at him. Uh, but he's like, no, man, you, you don't know how to use uh, these, these, this stuff that I'm good at. And they're like, yes, we do. And they go to grab him with a, and they start choking him. And he takes one guy out. The other guy's like, ha ha, I got you. And then boom, you hit now, 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 now. And it's, uh, if I gave my dog the power to speak, that's all she would say. Um, and Grogu's like, boom, takes that dude out. Uh, and then he starts spraying uh, Mandalorian with, um, with like, I don't know, uh, uh, Febreze or something. And he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And he's like, you saved me, thank you. So Grogu... He didn't. He ran off with them, uh, but he did not. Um, he did not stay with them. He went back for, for Din Djarin. and uh, he's like, you know, get me out of these cuffs. And yes, yes. I like that the subtitles say IG twelve, uh, saying the words. Um, <clears throat> so Mando's like, listen, Grogu, I need you to be brave, because uh, we're gonna go do something right now. Okay, we gotta take Moff Gideon out. We got to kill his butt. Now, he didn't say that, and I'm trying to clean it up for the kids. Uh, but he basically, he wants to assassinate and murder Moff Gideon. Uh, so I don't know where that came from. So, boom, then we get the title of The Return. And that's where I'm like, oh, who's returning? What's returning? Uh, so we jump over and we see all, see all our Mandalorian um, people still running, still running. And they finally, Din's like, Bo, I'm alive. And I'm going after Moff Gideon. Can you help me? He's like, no. She's like, no, we can't. We're under attack. We got to get out of here. He's like, okay, understood. They're like, stay safe, stay safe. He takes the jetpack from one of the Mandalorians. And um, what's funny is all the all the uh, Mandalorians are like, how are we going to get out of here? And they look up and they see a giant, like I, anyone can see it. There's a giant sun space, like shining through, like there's a hole. Let's go that way. So they all fly out very easily and they head off someplace, I'm not quite certain where but someplace safe meanwhile we jump over to what really felt like um like it reminded me of vader i don't know it just reminded me it felt like darth vader looking at something uh so we got i, I was calling him um moth vader or darth gideon i forget which one i wrote down maybe i wrote down both uh but we see him kind of looking at plans ominously i want to say ominously and this this uh, guy comes in, and uh, he's like, uh, "We <clears throat> we have um, the ships. We're gonna take them out, but the Mandalorian has escaped." And he's like, "Leave him to me." He puts his helmet on, and it's almost like <laughs> you you want to hear that breathing. But the dude who was doing the stormtrooper was like, "I'm the worst actor in America, or, or in the on all the planets and all the galaxy." Uh, and they, it's very cute. Well, to me, it was cute. They show this dot watching where uh, Mando is going, and it's a red dot. But behind him is a tiny little green dot, and that's obviously Grogu going with him. So somehow they're tracking him. Like, give the little Grogu a little green dot. He's so cute. So cute with the green dot. Uh, so Mando and, um, and Grogu are walking around. They're like, R5, R5. And you know our units are like, what? We don't really want to help, but I guess we will. He's like, R5, we need your help. And um, they're like, you need to get into the, uh, the the system and look at the blueprints, blah, blah, blah. And you got to find out where Mob Gideon's chamber is. 
And he's like, my guess so. So he flies down, but he, he takes a moment to look over a ledge and go, beep boop, beep boop, I don't like that. So he rolls over and he does the old R2 thing all the way back from the original Star Wars A New Hope where R2 kind of hacks into the system with his little, little um, I don't know what you call it, his little plug he plugs in. Uh, but he's trying to also avoid with those we see those little mouse droids that you know are the evil uh, empire but they're so cute uh, so he logs into the system bleep bloop bleep bloop meanwhile we see Gro uh, uh, din and grogu skulking i love a good skulk and it's something about star wars where you're skulking behind stormtroopers like i am uh, i am i can't think of a rhyme i was going to say i'm a hulk for skulk that doesn't make any sense so um din is like waiting and R5 is like bing bong boom beep boop and all of a sudden Din looks at his wrist he's like oh well there it is it it pops up and they're like we found a little spot um this is a place I don't know where they communicate or something and that's obviously where he does his work so we're gonna go this way all right Grogu come with me come with me I know the way so they head off meanwhile we go back to uh to Mr. Mandalorian the dude I don't know his name. He's got a wonderful head of hair. He he flies up to the ship. He's like, we got to get the hell out of here. Everybody, get to the dropships. Get to the dropships. Go. Cancel the three-ring circus. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't worry. I'll take care from here. Everyone else go. I'll take him into the ship. I don't remember if he even, uh, he even uh, has an accent, but right now he does. Uh, he's like, I'll take him into the ship. You get the hell out of here. Uh, load everyone onto the dropships. And that's where I'm like, dropships? Dude, you just flew up here. Why don't they just jump, wait, then turn on their jetpacks? But then I'm realizing it probably is faster because they jumped down to the jump ships. It took them that it took him that long to get there. I mean, he took off last episode. We're like, you know, 10 minutes into this episode, he finally gets there. So it's like the drop ships are gonna be much quicker to get down. Get everyone on the drop ships and let's go. So they are like they're like lining up, head, you know, heading down. Meanwhile, I think that's when we start seeing the friggin', uh, what do they call those? The TIE Fighters heading up because it stays on the cloud just for a few seconds. You're like, well, something else is happening here. They're like, boom, they come back. Meanwhile, like, nobody turns around to like, oh. But you know what he said? Get out of here, get out of here. Um, so they, the TIE Fighters show up and they just start blasting the hell out of, their, out of the big ship. I don't know what it's called, the big ship. The one they stole from the Empire and they painted. They took the time. Guys, shouldn't we be doing stuff? We're almost finished with the paint job. Hold on. We ran out of paint. We got to make more paint. We got to go to the paint planet, get some paint. There's a whole side adventure where they, they go through this whole adventure and they save a village and the village gives them all the paint they need. Then they come back and they paint the bottom of the ship. Uh, so there, you know, we see some cool Star Wars space battles and the this thing is just destroying this Imperial ship. But he doesn't care. That's not the point. The point is he's he got everyone out of there. And now he's like, well, I guess I'm just going to, I don't know, fly straight down. So we go back over and we see uh, our Mando. And he looks a little weird with that white jetpack. And Grogu. And they're, they're, they reach like the, the area where um, we saw Moff walking through last week with all the red lasers. You know, I guess it's really secure. Um, with that, that barrier and those guards just standing there. These dudes, their jobs are just to stand there until something happens. They are the backup quarterbacks of the Empire. Like, oh, you know, we'll just stand here with a clipboard. The, you know, like with the backup quarterbacks, they just kind of stand there. Maybe sometimes they'll go over and they'll nod with the other quarterback or the offensive uh, coordinator, but they don't do anything until they are engaged and need to do something. And these guys just kind of standing there waiting. They're probably talking to each other, humming to themselves, a do 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 do, humming the cantina song and remembering, you know, their their lives before joining the empire. And um, all of a sudden, uh, boom, uh, Mando shows up and he starts telling R five, take out the um, take out this each each one of these barriers one at a time, which was kind of it was cool because those guys the only weapons they have are like cudgels, like these these basically. Like a like um, a like a cattle prod stick. They have no guns, no blasters, and even if they did, they're terrible at shooting. Uh, and Mando's like, he, he takes one out, boom, fights the two guys. Take out the next shield, R five, boom, fights the two guys. 
and they just keep doing it until he gets closer and closer to, and then he gets a blaster from one of them. I guess one of them had a blaster, but they forgot and they never used it, even though they had it. Maybe that's a no blaster zone. Moff's like, I don't want you to accidentally shoot any of the art on the walls. I don't know if there's art on the walls. So please, no blasters here. Yes, sir. So Mando's taking all those guys out. Meanwhile, there's one shield still up and he's like take it out take it out r5 next shield i don't know why he's still fighting one guy why he wants to make it three on one but he's like hurry up open the next shield and r5 meanwhile has a mouse droid who's like beep boop beep boop beep boop boop he goes up and checks out r5 like what's going on here he starts beeping at him boopity boopity boop and r5 is like get out of here zap so the, he's like well and he takes off and, and fly and drives away and um then, uh, but he, so uh, R5 opens up the last shield. Mando's like, bing, bang, boom, shoot, 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 kill, 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 takes out all them, and he finally gets through all the guards. Meanwhile, the mouse droid went and got reinforcements, got three or four mouse droids, and they're all, you realize these things can't do anything, so they're just bumping in. They should have called for, like, real help, but instead they're just like, well, I guess we bump into him, and R5's like, whatever, turns on his, uh, his laser, his like jetpacks, and he's like, I'm out of here. Shoom, goodbye. So R5 heads back to the surface. Uh, meanwhile, we see Grogu creep around the corner, like, everything cool here, boss? So he, uh, Mando's like, yeah, come on, let's go. They go into the next room, and that's where we see all those clones again. Now, I did not realize it until Grogu got close to them. So it's like, there's some clones here. This is some crazy stuff. I should have noticed right there who it was. I'm trying to look, who are these clones? Because they didn't focus on any of them. And then Grogu walks up to one of them while Mando's checking out something. I don't know, looking at paperwork. I'm trying to find out where the hell Moff Gideon is. Mando gets close to one, and it's Gideon. You realize all these clones are Gideon. He goes, and Mando's like, that's not Gideon. That's his clone. Now, there is some sort of... There must be some sort of like, you know, like when you go to the grocery store, you step on the, 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 the floor thing or you get close enough to the door and the door opens. It used to be stepping on. Now it's all in your head. Uh, so there must be something like that with the with the clones because Grogu gets closer. He must have activated activate eye opening and he gets really close and Gideon's clone goes ah and opens his eyes because that's how it always works in all these movies and TV shows. And Grogu's like, whoa, he backs up. And Mando's like, Mando's pressing on the computer. You realize there, there's, for some reason, there's a button that says, press this, all, the, all the, um, the cloning chambers will explode, the water will go everywhere, and we'll destroy all the clones. There might, maybe there is a self-destruct, but it seemed like he was just like typing in. Uh, he was doing basic, like 10, line 10, go to 20. If... Then else, beep, boop, beep, boop, self-destroy. And then he's about to hit enter and run. And he's like, all right, Grogu, let's get out of here. Run. Boom. Uh, it just like crackle, crackle, crackle. Uh, <laughs> the water, glass, and the clones are all dead or gone, we think. Or at least all the clones in the room are gone. If I wonder if that's really the end of the clones of Gideon. I'm going to say, I'm going to say at this point, I bet it isn't. So we jump over to our other Mandos and they're like, come on, we can hide down here in this cave. And you, you see them go down uh, to like this underground garden farms. Like you planted gardens because these are farms. Uh, and it show he says, you know, that uh, life persists down here. All it needs is room to grow. And that shows them and shows us that the planet can sustain life. So you could see there's some, there's like this glimmer of hope in Bo-Katan's face, in all of their faces, when they see the beauty of these gardens. You realize that the world that we've been um, presented with in this season is not the true Mandalore. That's what's left over from, from you know, all these bombings. But with, with work and with, um, you know, uh, the ability to kind of, uh, what the hell's the word? I can't think of the word, but, you know, um, give this, you know, help with these, uh, the, 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 the gardens, you know, tend to the gardens. I know that's not the word I'm thinking of. Um, I want to say procreate, but that's not the right word, but it's something like that. It's like, culate. I don't know, check you later. Uh, but he's like, 
the you know life can can persist and you realize that Mandalore can be a beautiful bright um, uh, home for for these peeps you know but first they have to uh, deal with all the uh, imperial troopers that are trying to kill them luckily out of the blue Bo-Katan and the fellow Mandalorians you think they might be in trouble they might be outnumbered but no 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 that's when they hear a call a call from a very special lady and she's there she's there with reinforcements she's there to fight off those imperial troopers and help take back the planet that is rightfully theirs ladies and gentlemen today's special guest you know her it's Lady Blacksmith She is here She brought reinforcements To kick some ass Lady Lady Blacksmith It's the season finale You didn't think I wasn't gonna sing? Come on! Lady Lady Blacksmith. It's probably going to be a while since I can say that name again, so why wouldn't I sing? Everybody, she's here to save. Even though you don't know the words, hell, I don't know the words. I'm making up as I go. Lady, Lady, thank you, because you saved us. Lady Blacksmith has arrived, long story short. It's uh, saying that the, the Mandalorians who got to the jump ships are now down on the uh, on the surface, ready to join in with the fight. So they jump in. She, she jumps down, you know, drops in, and all their jetpacks, they fly off. And we basically get kind of a cool jetpack battle. We get... Uh, they team up with Bo. She brings out the dark saber, and she's like, "For Mandalore!" And they all go off like uh, like they're ready to kick some ass. Um, and while they're off doing that, we see them coming down. We see the stormtroopers coming up, and just all kinds of um, fighting ensues: blasting, shooting, fighting in midair. I mean, it is it is like a like it reminds me of like a gladiator battle. Like when you see the two armies coming at each other, except they're doing it up in the sky. So uh, while that's going on, we jump over to uh, Din and Grogu, and they get into the the area where we see the big digital map on the board that um, uh, Moff Gideon was in before. And they're looking for him. They're ready to take him out. Uh, but when that happens, the door closes behind him, and it's like, uh-oh, they're trapped inside there. Now what? Uh, you know, we got we got Din Djarin, we got uh, Grogu in his IG-12 suit, and then a door opens on the other end. You're like, uh-oh, here comes um, Moff Gideon. And he starts yelling. Now, he said before that Hux was the one who was all obsessed with the clones, but he's like, gosh darn it, my clones were going to be perfect. And the best part is I was going to, in, in you know, I was going to marinate them in the force, and I was going to make sure they were extra forcey. And you ruined it. I would have incorporated them or whatever into the, the troopers, into my, so all the, his, he would have made his own clone troopers of him. Were all those troopers him? Ooh, that, that's kind of interesting. He's like, we would have been an unstoppable force. And, um, uh, Moff Gideon's like, not so fast, bang, bang. And he's like, you know what? Um, let's fight. He puts his mask on. He kind of has a little, I'm, I'm Darth Gideon. You know, when he puts the mask on, it, it digitizes the voice a little. It felt like it was more than last week. And he walks so, like, lumbering slow, almost like he's not quite used to this armor, but he definitely needs it to be able to be tough. Uh, and it is kind of cool-looking armor, I'm not going to lie. He gave his little helmet, like, points like a crown, and they just start beating the crap out of each other. Uh, but they're not going to do it alone. See, the worst part of this is while this is going on, those red three red troopers go on. Three red guards, three red guards, see how they fight. See how they fight. They've got giant purple spears, and they're stabbing um, Jin 
Uh, and that is not good. And oh, but then Grogu walks in and fights those three red knights guards. Uh, so he's like, no, no, no. And then, and this was the worst part of the episode for me because it's slow motion. You see three, these three red guards running at Grogu in the IG 12, um, droid slow motion. You're like, no, Grogu run. Now they, they, um, Din Djarin's like, no. And he goes to, to save Grogu, but Moff Gideon pulls him back and you see the door close with the three guards and my first impression was you're going to be there's going to be a fight and he tries to get through the door and when he opens the door the three guards are going to be lying there dead and he'd be like yes 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 but we didn't get that i thought we were going to get an off-screen battle that just left the rest to your imagination but kind of cool that we didn't get that so before we get to what we do get we cut back over to our um our mandalorians and they're fighting through the sky i mean there's not much to say they're 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 shooting they're fighting they're fighting and they're shooting Fight, 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 the troopers and Mandalorians. So then we jump back over to what we actually see is going on with Grogu and those three guards. Those three guards, they look cool. They, they're not that great. They're like, it's like, it's like picture like me and my wife trying to swat a fly around the house, but that fly is constantly moving. We're running around like, I got him. You slow up and boom, no, the fly jumps away. Grogu jumps out of IG-12 because IG-12 is already like, wrecked at this point like he's chopped up uh he jumps out of it and he starts doing flippy dippy jedi stuff on this like light area light fixture and he's just like nope no you don't no you don't zippity doo da. he keeps you know just avoiding them barely and we cut back over we see more fighting more mandalorian fighting and now uh bo-katan sees din jaren in trouble uh she rushes down with the dark saber gives a nice clunk to uh, Moff Gideon and says, go save the kid. I've got this. And Moff Gideon's like, Bo-Katan Kreese, as I live and breathe. Are you ready to surrender the fight? Give me the Darksaber and I'll just let you die easily. And she's like, I don't think so. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he has this giant, like, double-speared, I guess it's kind of like the thing, or is it exactly the same thing that the Red Guards had? Uh and we get a sword fight with them. Yeah, it looks like it's the exact same thing. We get a sword fight with them. Inside, we get, um, we get. Uh, oh my God, this is the worst part. The three guards are, are they chop um, at the life fixture. Grogu falls down. The fixture falls on him. They're, they slowly skulk. They love skulking. They could have just killed him, but he skulk over. And he's trying to lift the bars off with the force. It doesn't quite work. Uh, Din Jaren gets in there, fights off the guards. And now it's kind of a fight with Din and Grogu using the force to keep things away from them and pushing them and actually pushing them aside. Uh, and it's like, it's almost unfair because these guards are like, ah, oh, and they're trying to fight. We see fight, battle between the, the uh, guard. We see battle between in the space with, you know, the, in the air with all the troops. We see battle with Bo-Katan and Moff Gideon. We're kind of going back and forth and we see battle with these the red troopers. One of them has like a, like a whip. And I feel like we saw that in Last Jedi. But at one point, they're ready to stab at, um, at Din Djarin. And Grogu's like, no, and uses the force and pushes them back, which was pretty rad. He uses the force to pull away some of the weapons. It's just, I could watch this that kind of stuff all day. Finally, Grogu, I mean, Din's like, uh, finally, he, boom, takes them all out. And he's like, oh, you did good, kid. Uh, isn't that, did Han Solo say that exact line? Or is it, don't get cocky, kid? to uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah, by the way, remember that guy who's, who pointed the ship straight down? Apparently, it takes a long time for the ship to get down because he's finally in orbit, and he's like, Bo-Katan, coming in hot! This is very much like, um, reminds me of, uh, of uh, Captain America, ready to crash into the ice. He's like, I'm ready, to, I'm coming in, and uh, it's not going to be good. Hopefully, everyone gets out of the way. Uh, so, meanwhile, we see Bo-Katan... Uh, even with the dark saber, Moff Gideon kind of kicks her ass. And she's like, oh, no, ah. Uh. But she still has the dark saber. He's like, hand over the dark saber, and I will give you a warrior's death. Very much like old-fashioned like knighthood. But she's like, I don't think so. And weird, he get, she gets in there and starts fighting. Now, this dark saber is supposed to be, like to me, the, the, the greatest weapon. And he grabs her hand. I don't know if it's the power of his armor. Squeezes it and breaks the dark saber. Just like that, the dark saber was such a big deal, and yet uh, she's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "The dark saber is no more." Uh, 
uh, takes off her helmet and he's ready to kill her. He's like, it's time for you now to die. You've lost everything. Now, here's the thing with this, um, with, uh, this dark saber. It went so quick, but I'm, I'm thinking that that's sort of symbolic, meaning the dark saber is, there's nothing special about the dark saber. Nothing. It is a symbolic weapon that, you know, these Mandalorians use kind of to, to, I don't know, to show stature. But in reality, it, did, it wasn't the, the weapon that made the, the, the Mandalorian. It was the Mandalorian that made the weapon. So with the weapon gone, it kind of gets rid of that whole thing of, we must find the Darksaber. We must do this. No, the Darksaber is just a weapon, and it's gone. And guess what? There'll be other weapons that work just as good because this, this guy with his friggin' uh, laser baton, he's just as, he beat the crap out of you with your Darksaber. And he's like, you Mandalorians, you're, you're, you're weak once you lose your trinkets. She's like, yeah, but we're stronger together. And he's like, what are you talking about together? Boom. Oh, he, he should have been like together. And he turned around and shoot Din Jaren. But instead, uh, he's like, what? Din comes in, starts firing at him. Uh, meanwhile, this dude is still flying the ship. Like, I mean, it took forever for the ship to get down. He's like, okay, um, time for me to go. He shoots out a window, jumps away. Good luck, everybody. He just takes off, and they're all like, let's get the hell out of here. All the Mandalorians get away, but except we see Din, Bo, Grogu, and Moff Gideon still on the ground. Now, this ship, you feel like it's still, it should be there, but it's taking forever even to get to this point. Now, um, Bo gets in front of, of um, Din, blocking the shots coming from Moff Gideon. This ship, everything is collapsing. Everything's about to fall. Grogu falls on his green butt. And then Moff Gideon's still shooting. They're still firing. But then all of a sudden, Grogu runs up, uses the force, pushes Moff Gideon back, uses the force to push his, his friggin' spear away. He goes to shoot Grogu. Uh, friggin' uh, Deed and Jaren slides right in front of them to shoot him off. Then all of a sudden, the giant ship collapses. They all kind of cov cover and just are engulfed in flames. And you think they're all dead. But then you zooms in. And you see the most amazing shot of the whole season of Grogu using his little force to build a, for a force field around them to keep them all safe. You knew this was probably going to happen. But still, there's the shot of the three of them, which is amazing. But even better than that to me is the shot right after that where you see the back of Grogu's head. I'm always a sucker for this shot. I feel like we've seen it before. The back of his head, his arms raised. First, you see kind of the flame going all around this bubble that he created, and you see him just kind of using his force of hands, putting it up like, gazoo, gazah, I'm doing it, I'm saving it, and the flames are just pouring around them until it all kind of dies away, and he's like, whew, that was rough, you know, and, but he saves all of them, and he, then he sits down, and he's like, I am tired. You see no remnants of Moff Gideon, so he's either burnt to a crisp, or his armor is so good that he was able to sneak away. I'm not convinced that he's gone. I am not convinced that it is all over between uh, Moff Gideon and, um, you know, uh, the Mandalorians. I'm not convinced. So it seems like some time has passed, and they're all kind of chilling back at the uh, in Mandalore, back at the Magic Water, where um, Din went in earlier this year. Uh, they bring in that, I don't know if it's the same kid, and he's like, well, look, we're in Mandalorian, let's do this again. Uh, but they bring the little kid down, could be the same one, could be uh, uh, another kid, but it's almost like coming full circle from the beginning of this season where they had to do it on that adopted land, on that nice uh, Mandalorian beach. Bring this kid in, and uh, they're like, hey, man, we're going to pour some water on your helmet. Uh, it might, it, it, don't worry, you won't feel it. And say the creed. Uh, and he's like, I say the creed. And this is the way. This is the way. And they're all like, this is the way. Yay. Uh, so he is officially a Mandalorian. Now you see uh, um, Din Djarin come in. And he's like, uh, I want to uh, do this for Grogu. And they're like, well, Grogu can't speak for himself. So if he can't speak for himself, you know, he can't. Um, he's too young to take the creed. And he's like, well, what if a parent gives him permission? She's like, well, yes, but we don't know where his parents are or even if they're alive. And we're like, uh, does anyone else see where this is going? He's like, then I will adopt him. And they're like, you'll adopt him? Yes. Okay, then this is the way. Uh, you know, he, 
he is now um, he's not a foundling anymore. He is an apprentice, and she she you know gives him a little. Uh, She's like, let it be written in song. It is you know, Din Jaren is accepting accepting this foundling as his son, and they're all looking like, yeah, that's cool. And Grogu's like, boobity, boobity, boo. She's like, you are now Din Grogu, Mandalorian apprentice, uh, and you could see he's happy. And they're like, this is the way, this is the way. And uh, I don't think they they baptize him. No, because he's not ready yet. So now is like, you must leave uh, Mandalorian, Mandalore. Uh, you have to, um, you know, take your apprentice on your journey. So you're like, okay, there's your season four right there. And I hate to say it, but I want, um, I want them to leave because I don't want them to just hang out and be happy. Yeah, check in on them every so often, but uh, we don't need that. They're good. So they they're ready to leave, and and Din looks back. Oh, Grogu looks in the water, and he's like, ooh, this water is pretty. I wonder if he's sensing what is beneath the water because we go down into the depths of the water just like the beginning of Jaws. And then we find, we zoom in and there's the mythosaur and he opens his eyes and he's like, remember me? And then he blinks and then the the season ends and it's like, that's all, folks. No, that's not actually what happens. But we do see him one more time and it's like, yes, remember him. And literally I thought, remember me? I'm still part of this. Uh, so we probably will see him again in season four, too. Uh, so then we get one more shot of um, the the mythosaur um, tapestry with his like the logo on it, and we see uh, the armorer, yes, Lady Blacksmith. We see her come out with a flame. She hands the flame to Bo-Katan because I mean she is the leader, right? And she walks over and she's like. Now I light the falls of Mandalore. She doesn't say any of this, but this is in my head. She puts it down and boom, relights. Now, it would have been funny if they didn't test it and she goes to light it. She goes, and he, Mandalore is boom. It just, it just, the whole planet explodes and everyone's gone. And Din's driving away. He's like, oh, snap. Well, um, I don't know. Let's go get a cup of coffee. So they're like, for Mandalore, the, the, it's, it's, um, all the Mandalorians, some in helmets, some without helmets, they're all together, they're all connected, everyone's happy, Mandalore is saved, Mandalore is being rebuilt. That's kind of what the, I guess, the overarching story, overarching story of this season was. Uh, but we still have Mando, we still have Din Jaren, and Din Grogu. So Din is the last name, and Grogu, like, Din's the surname, because he's now Din Grogu, which um, I kind of love, like, gives him something a little extra. So they uh, go to a different planet. They go to the planet that we saw with the... It's a beautiful beachside. I mean, I would just live there. And um, we see uh, that that X-Wing pilot dude, the one who who um, was called a while back and, and didn't answer for Navarro or wanted to help Navarro but couldn't uh, because of Tim Meadows. And then he um, wanted... Or he found Moff Gideon's ship... Um, so he's still at this bar. Apparently, this is all he does. He hangs out at the bar. But when when um, Din and well, I guess when Din and Din, Din and Din, coming soon to Disney Plus, uh, when Jaren and Grogu walk into the bar, a Mandalorian and, and um, a Yoda walk into a bar. I don't know what. Uh, so I noticed that um, Grogu's just walking on his own now. There's they got rid of the baby thing. The little thing for IG-12. IG-12 got destroyed, and now Grogu's like, I'm just going to walk myself. I don't know if this is full-time, but he's definitely just chilling on his own, walking in, jumps up on the bar. And they're like, hey, Mando, thanks uh, thanks for taking care of everything. You know, you saved us some some work. He's like, you know, we've both been chasing Moff Gideon. We would have got him eventually. And um, we see Grogu looking up at the these, tro- they call them trophies, all these helmets. And he's like, kid sure likes trophies. He's like, oh, one of them reminds him of someone he knows. And we see it's an IG helmet. And um, he's like, all right, Grogu, um, Din Jaren's like, listen, I have something I need to tell you. Or I have a proposition for you. He's like, what do you want to do with me? He's like, look, I was a, I'm a bounty hunter by trade, but now with the kid with me, I want to have some selective assignments. I want to do something um, a little more, you know, 
uh, above board. So you need work. You need help out on the outer rim, and I need work. And he's like, wait, let me get this straight. You want to work for the New Republic? And he's like, well, uh, on a case-by-case basis, uh, as an independent contractor. And he's and, uh, the guy's like, I don't know. I don't know. This is against regulation. I'm not sure it'll ever get approved. He's like, that's why you won't tell anyone. He's like, hmm, let me think about it. He's like, you already did think about it. And, he, and he, he grabs Grogu and walks away. He's like, oh, yeah, is that so? He's like, yeah, all I require is a little upfront payment. Um, he's like, what do you want in return? He, he goes, that. And he's like, the kid, why, does, why do you want these scrap metal? It's, again, the IG helmet. And he's like, um, I need it for parts. So then we jump over and we see him with Apollo Creed with Grief Karga. And Grief is like, here's the key to the city, even though it's not the key to the city. Here's a key to a cottage. You can go, cha- you can hang out there whenever you want, you and the kid, in between adventures. So it's almost like, you know, this is where you could live. Uh, you know, uh, thanks for all your help. And that goes for you too, Din Grogu. I love that he called him Din Grogu. And then Mando's like, I have a, a gift for you too. And all of a sudden you see, and you see those little dudes who built the droids all happy. And IG-11 is back. He's like, it is me, IG-11. I'm your new marshal, your new marshal of Navarro. I am here to protect and serve the citizenry. And Grief, and Grief is like, there you go, okay. Um, but it's like, did anyone approve this? Like, Mando just decided, here's your new marshal. It's the robot that was once an assassin, even though he saved people. So... Um, they're all happy. They got a new marshal to help protect. Um, Grogu and Din now have their own little cabin out in out on the outer skirts of the Navarro, where they can hang out bef- while they go on their adventures. And the last shot we see of the season is Din relaxing on the front of his, on basically on the front porch of his little cabin, while we see Grogu messing around with frogs like on, in the front yard, having fun. We get a little circle fade, like right onto them as, it, as we see them one more time, literally almost like, that's all, folks. And then it cuts away, end of the season, directed by Rick Fuyayama. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, of course, written by John Favreau. To me, I'm like, why doesn't he direct all of them? He seems to direct the best episodes. But there it is. And folks, I got to tell you, the end of that single-handedly could have been the series finale of The Mandalorian. Think about it. There are other things. Obviously, they set up things with um, those characters in the um, that Moff Gideon met with last time. Uh, so we have that. And we still have uh, that woman who worked for the Empire. She's still out there, right? She's the one who told Moff Gideon about all these things. But... Those could be handled in different shows because some of these shows are connected, remember? So that could be handled in the Ahsoka show, um, which I think I'm going to call Ashoka. I think I, just, I think I just came up with the podcast. Ashoka. Boom. I was looking for a pun, and I just did it. So Ashoka coming soon to the Mandalorian Man, I think. Something like that. Uh, but those could be handled there, like the future of the beginning of the... Of the, um, the um, the first order, like this could be the end. All the Mandalore is back, um, and now Grogu is going to join the, their their forces. Mando's got a, a house. He's got a kid now, and he's got kind of a. He's going to have steady work as they go off on adventures into the future. Now, I've I've seen things where they're already working on season four, so this isn't the end. But it, it just it doesn't it feel like it could be if it was if this was the series finale of the Mandalorian. It felt um, like it was kind of uh, satisfying. You know, this season, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not that great or it hasn't, um, you know, it, people have kind of been down on it a little. And I get that to a point because it, it, it just went by too fast. That's what I think. I think there was not a ton of setup to uh, then all of a sudden have these last two episodes kind of really, you know, Bigly deliver on the um, on the end of the season, uh, but I felt like it delivered. I'm very happy with this. There was no giant um, stunt. You know, the last season there was the giant stunt of 
of of um, Luke Skywalker showing up, the shocking Luke Skywalker taking Grogu away, which to me was the worst thing they could have done is take Grogu away. And then if you didn't watch Boba Fett, all of a sudden he's back. Um, but uh, that just made me really sad. Seeing this, seeing them together at the end made me very happy. Just like they're happy, they're, they're living their life, and they're going to go on many adventures. Whether we see them or not, this, is the, this was a satisfying conclusion to his journey of trying to get back into the world of the Mandalorian. All, and basically a lot of this had to do with the fact that he took his helmet off for, um, for Grogu last season because he wanted to see, they wanted to see each other freaking three years ago. He wanted to look on him, at him with his own eyes. Uh, but that was the beginning of the many Mandalorians, the Dark Saber, and uh, it, it, that story was concluded with this. The whole thing with training with Luke Skywalker was concluded in, in, in an episode of, of Boba Fett. Um, it just showed that Grogu was like, this is nice, but I want to go back to my dad, which is, I approve. I approve. Because the Jedis always try to isolate themselves, and that's, uh, that's, that's proven to not really work that well. In, in Jedi history, if I do say so myself. Um, but, and this is before he goes to train uh, Ben Kenobi, right? Not Ben Kenobi, Ben Solo. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm very happy with the way this, uh, this season ended. And, and so with that, I think this is it. The end of the season. I just want to thank everybody who has listened and tweeted and followed along all season long. Big shout out to uh, Din Djarin, Bo-Katan Kreeze, of course, Grogu, uh, Apollo Creed, uh, Skinny Pete, um, all, everybody, the whole cast, the dude who looked like Swamp Thing, Moff Gideon. Uh, I just want to give a big shout out to the, Lauren Michaels. Thank you so much. Uh, just thank you so much. This has been an exciting time. Listen, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is fansnotexperts.com. I can't believe that. I cannot believe this is so great. Um, you can find the website, of course, is fansnotexperts.com. This is The Mandalorian Man, but The Mandalorian Man will return with the next uh, Disney Plus live-action Star Wars show, which I think is Ahsoka. Uh, but whatever, whatever comes next, you can, you can bet that I'll be there for you. These five words, I swear to you. Um, so thank you again so much. Woo! This is great. The cast and crew, everybody's been great. What a wonderful season. Until next time, this is the way. And everybody, I have spoken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And thank you to Sticks. Gotta love Sticks. Fans not experts.